This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. We are live here at Petco Park as we bring you the Padres postgame show here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in game two of today's doubleheader, the Diamondbacks eight and the Padres one. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. Final totals in game two of this doubleheader, Arizona eight runs, 13 hits, no errors. And for San Diego, one run, five hits and two errors. A very disappointing day for the San Diego Padres and a long day as well. A doubleheader that started at 12.10 p.m. It ends around 9 p.m. here on this Saturday as the Padres drop 3 of 4 to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Padres now 7 games below 500 at 59 and 66. Meanwhile, Arizona, they come out of this series riding high 64 and 61 on the season. Lot to do on our post-game coverage after game two. We've had a long day of radio here on the Padres Radio Network. Pre-game, then post-game, then pre-game, and now one more post-game for you as we take a look at this second game of the doubleheader and this twin billing really in its entirety, and there's no way around that a day that did not go well at all for the San Diego Padres. And before we hear from Bob Melvin, all our radio highlights, we recap game two. A few thoughts for you. And to me, the last 24 hours are pretty emblematic of what the Padres season has been as a whole. Last night, the Padres getting one of their more exhilarating wins of the season. A scoreless game in the eighth inning. The Kim two-run single. Fernando Tatis Jr. makes the house rock. Petco Park going nuts after the two-run home run. You felt like you hoped the Padres could build some momentum off that win. And not only from that win, but they had won three of four after yesterday's game, even the loss they had on Thursday to Arizona. We talked about it at the time. They hit the ball very, very hard. It felt unlucky, but they had won three or four after last night and had such a good win yesterday with what they did and and really a rare type of win for the Padres where they needed a big hit late in the game and they got that big hit late in the game. Then here today, the two losses were different, but combined represent most of the issues we've seen this year from the San Diego Padres. Game one, the Padres did a good job. They fell behind early. They responded. They fell behind again. They responded to tie the game at three. Then they fall behind six to three. They get the home run for Manny to make it six to four. And in the ninth inning, they end up loading the bases. Juan Soto digs in, representing, well, not representing the winning run, but a chance to win it, the winning run on first base, the tying runs on base, for the Padres and Soto hits a ball to left field it looks off the bat like it might get out might be a walk-off grand slam and instead it's caught on the warning track just a few feet shy of a home run and the Padres can't find that big hit that elusive moment that has been so hard for them to come by really all year long that was loss number one on the day and then loss number two on the day was this one in game two of this doubleheader where the Padres had their pitching lined up against the Diamondbacks bullpen game. Hugh Darvish making the start 
for the Padres, but forget about the pitching side of things for San Diego. Offensively, the Padres had only one run on five hits. They had, they had only one run on four hits through eight innings. If you want to take away the base hit in the ninth inning, I mean, even if you want to take away a single in the seventh inning, they had three hits through six innings against the name Scott McGuff, who went two innings and a third scoreless. Bryce Jarvis, three, uh, Bryce Jarvis, three and two thirds innings, one earned run given up. Peter Strezlecki, inning and a third scoreless. Justin Martinez finishes the game for Arizona, inning and two thirds scoreless. And the Padres offense just never got anything going. And we've seen this story before where, for whatever reason, the Padres simply struggle on nights where you expect them to be able to have a big offensive game. They simply struggle to do it. So if you look at the last 24 hours, whether it was the momentum you felt was building last night, to the way they lost game one of this doubleheader, to the way they lost game two where... Almost inexplicably, they only have one run on five hits in a game where you felt like it was set up really nicely for them. The bullpen for the Diamondbacks beaten up coming into this series, having to go with a bullpen game in game two of this doubleheader, and the Padres' offense didn't really respond to it and did not perform the way you would have hoped they would have performed and, and would have scored runs. So that's really what you come away with and you look up here on august 19th and the padres are now back to seven games below 500 at 59 and 66 and uh, that's where we are as we enter the final week and a half or so of the month of august and uh, continue to creep closer and closer to september much more to do on our post-game coverage we'll hear from padres manager bob melvin we'll go over this game tell you how it all went down and a lot to cover from this doubleheader. Long day of baseball here at Petco Park. And you know what? Before we uh, uh, before we go to break here, I do think we need a station ID or Nick back in the studio. Tell me if we did it already. Oh, we did it already. Okay, Nick, good job. We'll step aside, come back with more on our post-game show after this on the Padres Radio Network. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here at Petco Park in Game 2 of tonight's doubleheader, the Diamondbacks 8 and the Padres 1. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. A long day of baseball here in downtown San Diego, and the Padres do not win either game of this doubleheader. A very disappointing day for the Padres and what you felt was not only just a big series in the midst of a very big stretch for the Padres against teams in front of them in the National League wildcard race, but a very important doubleheader here today where you hoped, and we talked about it pregame before game one, you hoped at bare minimum they could win just one of these games. And not what you wanted. You wanted to win the series, but considering you had to play the doubleheader today with Hurricane Hillary uh, coming towards uh, uh, Southern California, is what it is. If you can come away with a split, you'll take it, move on, and uh, then continue with the series against Miami. But uh, to put it bluntly, I mean, this went really badly today for the Padres. A doubleheader, you really didn't want to see them get swept in. They really, uh, at this point, excuse me, at this point in the season can't afford uh, to get swept in situations like this, and uh, it happened here today. Very different kinds of games, no doubt, but uh, equally as disappointing the way it went down here today for the San Diego Padres. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a handful of minutes, so stay tuned for that. But first, let's recap how game two went down. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. A scoreless first inning for you, Darvish. In a bullpen game, Scott McGuff tossed a scoreless bottom half of the first inning for Arizona. In the second, Darvish got in a jam. Runners on second and third with one out. Gabriel Moreno at the plate. 2-2 from Darvish, reach for, grounded is short, runner coming home. Bogart's only play is to first base, they get him. Cronenworth throws back to third. Thomas is safe, the ball got away from Machado, and he will come in to score. 
on a ground ball to shortstop. The Diamondbacks get two runs, and they lead two to nothing. Like Jesse described, one run was going to score, no doubt, but the second run came in after the throwing error by Jay Cronenworth, and the score was 2-0 Arizona. It stayed 2-0 into the top of the third when Ben Gamble made a tremendous play to end the inning. Now the 1-1, one and, one. and Walker swings, skies another one down the left field line. Again, Gamble racing over Machado and Bogart's coming as well. And Gamble made the catch, fell over the side wall. Did he hold on to the baseball? Yes! Oh my goodness! What a play by Ben Gamble. Starting in left field for the first time as a Padre went racing over, made the catch, tipped over the side wall, and the inning is over. Tremendous play by Ben Gamble. He would have a base hit in this game as well. Good stuff from Gamble. A good couple of games for him in his early Padre career. Scott McGuff and Bryce Jarvis combined for a scoreless bottom half of the third. McGuff went two and a third scoreless innings in his start on a bullpen game for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Fast forward to the fifth inning. Corbin Carroll was at second base with two men away. Christian Walker dug in against Darvish. Now the payoff pitch, and Walker swings late, loops it over first base. That'll drop down for a base hit. Carroll scores easily as Fernando has to run over and get it. And a bloop RBI single for Christian Walker makes it 3-0 Arizona in the fifth. Padres trail 3-0 going bottom five. Xander Bogarts led off. Kind of keep them somewhat at bay here as Bogart sits this one deep down the left field line. Fair or foul? It's a fair ball and a home run. Off the upper balcony of the Western Metal Building. First hit of the series for Bogarts is a big fly. 13th of the year, and the Padres on the board. It's 3-1. to one. That's all the Padres got in the fifth inning. Darvish started the top of the sixth inning. He walked the leadoff man, then a single. Nick Martinez entered. Martinez struck out the first battery faced, but walked the next two to load the bases. Corbin Carroll then hit an infield single to bring home another run. Arizona had a 4-1 to one lead. Martinez, I should say it wasn't uh, two straight walks uh, in the inning for uh, Nick Martinez. But anyway, the uh, <laughs> the run would come in for Corbin Carroll as he hit an infield single to bring home that run. Arizona a 4-1 lead. Martinez got out of the inning with the deficit still at three. Padres didn't score in the bottom half of the sixth inning against Jarvis. In the seventh inning, Diamondbacks loaded the bases against Nick Martinez. Gabriel Moreno dug in. 2-2 pitch, hit in the air to left field. Gamble's going back. He's watching. It's going to go. A grand slam for Moreno. And a 4-1 game has just become an 8-1 game with one swing of the bat. An 8-1 game, big moment for Moreno and the Diamondbacks, and that was about all you need to know from this one. Arizona goes on to win it 8-1. Luis Garcia, nice job in relief. Scoreless eighth inning, scoreless ninth inning out of the Padres bullpen, but it was the mix of Scott McGuff, Bryce Jarvis, uh, Jarvis, then Peter Strezlecki, and Justin Martinez, who combined to allow just one run in this game for the Padres on a grand total of five hits. And again, if you look at the hit total through just six innings, it was three hits. Uh, so the Padres could not get anything going early or late, and they lose 8-1 to one in the nightcap of this doubleheader. Final totals for Arizona, eight runs, 13 hits, no errors. They left on eight. Padres, one run, five hits, two errors. They left on six. Padres now seven games below 500 at 59 and 66. Diamondbacks improved to 64 and 61. T-backs continue to play some good baseball after a very difficult start to the month of August. And uh, we'll see what the Diamondbacks continue to do. And we'll see if the Padres can bounce back against Miami this coming week. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear some post-game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Uh, two, two games you had to have, two losses. How do you explain where you guys are at? have to overcome we, we don't explain it we just got to keep digging you know we put ourselves in this position and continue to so you just keep fighting until you get it right that was a long miserable day certainly not what we expected what we wanted but we got to push forward get a day off regroup hopefully have a better series the way you lose game one is there any carryover when that ball doesn't go over 
and then you fall no. behind. Hey, we've had a lot of those this year where they've been tough losses, you know, maybe not like that, where you look like you, you know, come back and potentially win a game in the ninth here, but we've we've had a lot of tough games this year and haven't been able to get it right yet. So it's, we just continue to strive to. Do you know if Soto lost track of the number of outs in that long fly yeah. out? Yeah. The, the fact that mental errors are like these are still happening when you guys need all these games, how alarming is that to you? Well, I just lost track of the outs there. I mean, I, I, they keep happening like we play pretty clean baseball for the most part. Um, that was just a long day. Maybe originally thought Manny's ball was going out, just lost track of it. Um, so no excuse for it, but I, I don't think that's a trend for us. No, you said the other day you don't like to use the word unlucky, but you did for the other game the other night with all the hard outs. A uh, game like this, I mean, a weekend like this, is there any luck involved when you get swept by the D-backs, the team you need to No, they've chase? outplayed us. You know, even the game that we won, we had to come back late and score some runs, so they completely outplayed us. And, you know, going into the series at their place, they weren't playing great. So somehow, you know, they played better against us, and we gave them some momentum, and they played a lot better this series. It's been a pretty uneven season for Darvish. What did you see from him tonight? Well, he got a little unlucky with the first couple runs. Um, gave up some hits, usually is able to manage it. Had seven strikeouts today. You know, ends up with four runs. Uh, gave up some hits, like I said, but still, you know, I think it was just the amount of pitches he had to throw. Foul balls and, you know, usually he's a little bit more economical and just, you know, the pitch counts ran up. Um, how do you do what you need to do when you haven't done it all year, which is go on the <laughs> run, what you need to have? Well, we have the ability to do it, and everybody knows that. It certainly has not happened, and we keep saying it, so we have to, we have to actually do it. And it hasn't happened to this point. But what are the f close to 40 games left? So there's still a lot of season left. And we can't, you know, you, you have to put all that away and, and understand we accomplished some good things last year. There's still a lot of season left. You know, nobody's running away with anything right now. We just need to, to, to play better baseball consistently. And it hasn't happened all year to this point. If my history is correct, I believe about a decade ago you were leading the team Trailing by five games with nine games left in the division. You uh, looking back to that at all? Share that story. So you know, we, we still have, do have a shot in this Yeah, and I think it was even more daunting the last month. I think it was more like eight or nine games the last month that you know that team came back and won the division on the last day. So that's why you keep playing. You know that's why you keep holding out hope that it's going to get right because it can happen really late. Um, and there's still games left to accomplish that. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin after the game and after this difficult doubleheader for the Padres, losing 8-1 to one here in Game 2. Sam Levitt back with you inside the loft at the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. A, a few things that Bob Melvin had to say there that stood out. Number one, he called it a long, miserable day, and uh, it felt that way, uh, you know, uh, for the Padres. If you watch these games, and especially the way they lost Game 1, and uh, how game two went, uh, and he talked about the Diamondbacks outplaying the Padres this weekend, and even with the game they won yesterday, they were no hit for six-plus innings. They had to score runs late in order to win the game yesterday, and you look at what they did even going back to last weekend, Padres had a golden opportunity against the team right in front of them in the National League wildcard race, and what did the Padres do? Well, they lost five of seven, so that is not what you drew up if you were Bob Melvin and the Padres in Entering uh, this stretch against the Arizona Diamondbacks, they lose five of seven to the D-backs. Um, to touch on what Bob Melvin was asked about and talked about there, about there being a lot of season left. And look, I I'm not trying to, <laughs> you know, fool you here. I mean, today was really tough. It was really, really tough. And the, the stretch against the Diamondbacks, seven games over the course of uh, a couple of weekends in a row, did not go the way they you know, I don't want to say should have gone, but the way the Padres would have wanted them to go, certainly losing five out of the seven. You know, even with all that, and even though they're seven games below 500, I mean, there is a, a dose of truth in the sense of they are five and a half back. They do have teams to leapfrog over. Again, we've said this for weeks, for months now. 
Uh, the mission is not impossible. There's a ton of work to be done. I mean, the Padres first have to get back to 500. We all understand that, then get above it, really, to, to realistically be in the mix for one of these wild card spots. But, um, you know, even with that, a doubleheader sweep today, not the good kind for the Padres. You know, they, they will go to bed tonight, still being five and a half games out. So it is not insurmountable. There is a lot of season left. And I suppose if you're Bob Melvin in this ball club, uh, what what other option do you have other than to, you know, come back on Monday, regroup, and try to get hot? I mean, again, I, I talked about it in the open. You thought after yesterday, not even just yesterday, but yesterday certainly felt like a momentum-building win. We felt those before. We've hoped before that there have been wins that the Padres could build on, but so often, um, even after a little stretch like they had this week, beating Baltimore in two games a tough loss on Thursday, but you felt like they had a good approach at the plate. They hit the ball really hard, and then they respond uh, yesterday with a, a late win. wasn't great early, but they found a way to win it, and really the type of game they have not won a lot of this season. You hoped winning three out of four, the win yesterday, all the emotion that Fernando Tatis Jr. showed, the way this place lit up on the TT's home run. You hope that was something to build on, and for all that to be washed away today, Less than 24 hours later, number one, it's just unfortunate. And number two, if we're being honest, this is the way it's gone all year, where it has been one step forward, one step back, one step forward, two steps back, so on and so on and so on. So can the Padres go on a run? Absolutely. Do they have the talent to do it? I think so. Absolutely. Um, but they just have not been able to, to this point. They have not been able to. Um, pick up momentum, sustain momentum, and carry it really at times one night to the next. Yesterday and today, a good example, and certainly week to week, month to month. So we'll continue to break it down. Obviously, a tough one for the Padres today. 8-1 the loss in Game 2 after a 6-4 loss to the Diamondbacks in Game 1 of today's doubleheader. As Arizona, to their credit, they come into Petco Park, they win 3-4, and they sweep this twin billing from the Padres. We'll come back with more. Give out some of our nightly awards. We'll also take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. If you want to squeeze a phone call in, you can. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. Final score in Game 2. Diamondbacks 8, Padres 1. More after this on the Padres Radio Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Diamondbacks 8, Padres 1. As the Padres get swept in a twin billing against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Eight runs on 13 hits for the Diamondbacks here in Game 2. Padres had just one run on five hits, and that's really where the story to me begins here tonight. The Padres offense really unable to get anything going aside from one Xander Bogart solo home run in the fifth inning. Uh, unable to get anything going, not against Zach Allen, not against Merrill Kelly, but against Scott McGuff and Bryce Jarvis and Peter Strezlecki and Justin Martinez. They uh, scored just the one run on the Bogarts home run in the fifth inning. Uh, Bob Melvin alluded to this, and I didn't mention it after Bob Melvin spoke, but this was, and I do agree with Bob here, I, I do think the Padres, for as you know, not uh, great as this season has gone, 59-66 and 66 here on August 19th, the Padres, I, I do think, play pretty clean baseball as far as, you know, mistakes on the bases, as far as errors in the field. Uh, tonight here in Game 2, unfortunately, was not one of those days. They made two errors. There was the throwing error by Cronenworth in the second inning that directly led to the second run on that play on the ground ball off the bat of Moreno coming in. Instead of a one nothing game, it's a 2 nothing game there. Uh, there was another error for the Padres uh, later in the ball game, and the Soto base running error 
where he was doubled up on a Manny Machado fly ball to center field in the fourth inning off the bat. Looked like it might go. Gets caught at the warning track, and then Soto uh, appeared to, and Bob Melvin confirmed that afterwards, just forgot how many outs there were. Must have thought there were two outs, and he was all the way by third base, so they easily doubled them off first base there. Uh, that was a mistake, so look, there were uh, errors in the field on the bases, and I don't know, maybe that is... Uh, you know, a carryover from game one, uh, a factor of it just being a, a really long day. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, the, the the second game of this doubleheader was sloppier than what we usually see from the Padres. And did that play a role in the loss in game two? Yeah, it did. But with that said, even, we can talk about the sloppiness. We can talk about the pitching side of things. Look, Nick Martinez giving up the grand slam to Moreno in the seventh inning and Look, a lot of that was on him. He gave up a double to Fam to begin the inning. He walked two before the Moreno Grand Slam and, uh, you know, ends up going from a 4-1 game to an 8-1 game, really out of reach at that point in the seventh inning. With all that said, again, you, you just look at the offense and one run on five hits, and, and that's the part of this. When we zoom out, look at this doubleheader, really look at the last 24 hours that, you know, stands out once again where you, you just you look at a game where you feel like the Padres with the names in their lineup, with the track records, with the back of the baseball cards, and quite frankly, the momentum they had built up entering today would have the ability to beat up on some Diamondbacks relievers a lot more than they did, and they could not do it here today. I mean, we talked in the pregame before game one about game two really being an advantage for the Padres with Darvish on the mound and going up against the Diamondbacks bullpen that was very beat up entering this series and uh, didn't go uh, according to that plan here tonight. Credit to the Diamondbacks bullpen, which did a really nice job limiting the Padres to just five hits. So uh, that was that here tonight, uh, eight to one. Uh, the Padres lose game two of this doubleheader. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game here tonight. I gotta give it to the guy who started the game for the Diamondbacks. And that was right-hander Scott McGuff. Made the start, was really good, came in nearly a 5 ERA in the four sevens. And here tonight goes two innings and a third to begin the game. No runs given up, one hit, walked one, struck out two, 40 pitches. And I thought really set the tone for the Diamondbacks here today. Didn't allow the Padres to answer after the Diamondbacks got two runs in the top of the second. Didn't allow the Padres to take a lead and really set the tone in this game. Didn't allow them to pick up momentum in this game so to me McGuff well deserving of ace pitcher of the game and by the way the 40 pitches he threw I mean they were way more than well, not way more than what he threw on uh, what date is this August 11th that was 35 pitches but hey it was as many as he had thrown in a long time the last time he threw 40 pitches in an outing was all the way back on May 30th so you know, we said in the pregame he probably could give you a few innings if he's efficient, get to 30-something, 40 pitches, and that's exactly what he did. Got to 40, and uh, right up there is among uh, the highest pitch counts he's had this year. Regardless of all that, he was really good here tonight and kept the Padres' offense in check and I thought set the tone on a bullpen day. I should say a bullpen game because game one, Merrill Kelly pitched a bullpen game for the Diamondbacks here tonight. So Merrill Kelly, not Merrill Kelly, Scott McGuff, our ace pitcher of the game. It's been a long day. Pardon me. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. Come back with more. May squeeze in a phone call or two on the other side of this break as well. 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved on social media. You can do that as well. Tweet at me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram DMs open as well. Sammy Lev there too, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. L-E-V. And I also want to give a special shout-out on the other side of this break as well. Final score, Diamondbacks 8, Padres 1. More after this on the Padres Radio Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight in Game 2 of this doubleheader, Diamondbacks 8 and the Padres 1 as the Padres get swept in a doubleheader against Arizona. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Hope everybody's doing well out there on this Saturday evening. If you're on the way to some Saturday evening plans, if you're uh, hanging out at home, if you're on the way back from dinner, if you're on the way home from the game, of course, uh, certainly possible as well. I know we have a lot of people that uh, may be in the parking lots waiting to get out. It's amazing. Uh, every time I talk to people who listen after the games on their way home, they tell me, hey, I was in the parking lot for 20 minutes on my uh, way out of here, and you keep me company. So if you're in the parking lot right now, or maybe you're just out getting on the highway, whatever, appreciate you joining us here on the Padres Radio Network on this Saturday evening. Been a long day of baseball, no doubt about that. I I said I wanted to give a special shout-out before we went to break there. And the shout-out I want to give is to the fans. And um, tonight was sellout number 50 in this building in 2023. 41,000. And 74 the attendance. 50 sellouts already here on August 19th at Petco Park. And it's been, you know, just tremendous, the support. I mean, even going back to Fan Fest and spring training and to really every night here at Petco Park, even the non-sellouts have been good crowds, great crowds. I mean, I, I can't recall one crowd this season that I wouldn't label as at bare minimum, really, really good. You fans have been tremendous. And, uh, you know, I, I wish at times there, you know, had been more to cheer about. And obviously, we've got a long way to go still. And I illustrated earlier, there's time left. Padres have a ton of work to do, and they have to do some things we've not seen them do this year. So I hope you'll keep coming out and, and keep making noise and doing all those things. But just a, a moment to shout out the fans, because 50 sellouts, I mean, it is absolutely shattered. Uh, the Petco Park record, the, the Padre record for sellouts in a season, and uh, 50 sellouts, I mean, it's just tremendous. And uh, this place is rocked. I mean, last night, a great example of it. When good things happen, this place is rocking. So, again, regardless of wins, losses, what's good, what's bad, the fans in San Diego, uh, you've certainly been incredible all year long. And I thought tonight... And as I, I usually do here on the post game, at some point, you know, talk about the sellouts, uh, certainly when we read the final totals. But, hey, just incredible all year long. Again, from Fan Fest to spring training and to uh, each and every night here at Petco Park, 50 sellouts is is pretty incredible. And, and to be honest with you, I, I think says a lot about San Diego as a baseball town. I think says a lot about the passion fans have for this team and for the game. And um, hopefully, uh, you know, good memories and good times to come here in downtown San Diego at Petco Park because you certainly deserve it with the way you've shown up all year long. Again, the final score in Game 2 of this doubleheader, Diamondbacks 8, Padres 1. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. We'll sprinkle in a little bit of positivity on the Padres' side here on the post-game show. We'll give our relief pitcher of the game to Luis Garcia. Why not? Two scoreless innings for Garcia out of the bullpen. Only pitcher in this game for the Padres not to allow a run. Darvish gave up four. Nick Martinez gave up four. You Darvish was up and down. Not a not a bad outing per se for you. But certainly Nick Martinez giving up the grand slam sort of spoiled his outing. But Luis Garcia, very, very good in this game here today. Two scoreless innings out of the pen. For what it's worth, kept it an 8-1 game, and he'll be our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. 
Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight on the Padres Radio Network. It's got to be Gabriel Moreno, the catcher for the Diamondbacks. At five RBIs at the Grand Slam. In fact, he had that ground out in the second inning, picked up an RBI on it. That led to the second run coming in as well. And then the grand slam in the seventh inning to make it an 8-1 game. So he only gets five RBIs, but on two of his balls put in play, six runs came in. So he was tremendously important to the Diamondbacks in this game. And I think very clearly here tonight has to be our player of the game on the Padres radio network. Again, phone number to call, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. Uh, let's uh, squeeze a phone call in before we go to break. We go to Wolf in San Diego. You'll lead us off on the phones here tonight. Wolf, thanks so much for calling in. How are you? Hey, thanks. Thanks for taking the call. Doing okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Great. you know, um, yeah, these Padres, um, I mean, I, it's like, they're, they're just, it's such a disappointment mm. after this weekend. And I mean, I, I just don't see them come. I'm going to continue to watch them. I'm going to go to the games, but I just don't see them putting it together. I mean, it's like, you know, last, last weekend, coming off of last weekend, I'm like, Hey, all right, you know, that's it, end of the season. And then they go two out of three against the O's. Yeah. And I was like, all right, here we go. They're getting some, you know, the O's are a good team. The Padres are too, but it's like, all right, they're getting some swag back. And then just the the three, losing three out of the four and and losing the double header today against, I I mean, the Diamondbacks, come on, you know? Like they're... Uh, how many? How many have? How many wins have the Diamonds back got against us in the last week here? Five. It's like five. Five. And we're we're, pa- yeah. we're padding their numbers, mm-hmm. right? Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Listen, I yeah, love well, the Padres. I'm going to continue yeah, to support ahead. them. I'm not, sorry. I'm going to continue support them. Continue going to the games, but I'm just like, oh man, man, I got I'm sick to my stomach. Yeah. Wolf, I appreciate the call, and look, I feel your frustration. I do. I can hear it in your voice and, and what you're saying, and, and it's all fair. And I said it at the very top of the post-game show here after game two of the doubleheader. The last handful of days have, have sort of been the microcosm of, of the year um, in the sense of, you know, they get the two wins against Baltimore. They sort of pull you back in again. Then they have the loss on uh, on Thursday, the wins on Tuesday, Wednesday, then the, the loss on Thursday to begin the, uh, begin the series against Arizona, which was a game we said at the time, look, look, I said it on Thursday, look, the end of the day, the only thing that matters is the final score. But it was a game where the Padres hit the ball incredibly hard and had very, very little to show for it, and you felt like, all right, you come back out, win tomorrow, you feel pretty good about the last four games, and that's what they did yesterday. Now, for yesterday, you know, the first seven innings didn't go very well, but close game, you found a way. You got some big hits late, and good teams do that. They find ways to win games late. They find ways to win tie games late, come up with a big hit or two, and that's what the Padres did. And then for today to go the way it did, yeah, it continues what we've seen all year, a team that has just had a, a tremendous amount of trouble carrying momentum day-to-day, week-to-week, stretch-by-stretch. It's just been the way it is. Um, And even here in the last 24 hours, the excitement of last night, again, you put it in the context of winning three of four. You know, I understand it's it's hard to sweep doubleheaders. Okay, the Diamondbacks did it today, but it is hard, okay? If they would have won one of these games, lost one of these games, you probably would have come out of here saying, all right, you really wanted to win this series, but it got a little weird with the doubleheader. Unfortunate, you couldn't have Michael Walker go in the Sunday game. You had to go with a bullpen day. All right, 
move on, focus on Miami. Didn't go that way here today. And so off the momentum he felt like was building last night, the emotion they showed, some of the fight they showed late, then here today you saw two losses that I think were very emblematic of the types of games, this, the, the type of game this team has lost a lot this year. Number one, the opener being a game where that big moment, that big hit, that one extra hit has really eluded them. A close loss. Padres now 19-36 and in one and two run games this season. Six and 19 in one run games. So the the... The first game of the day fell in that category, and then the second game, just a, a situation where you felt, regardless of what the pitching did, you felt like the Padres were set up really well against the Diamondbacks' bullpen. They were just piecing it together today in game two. And they got one run on five hits and got one of those hits in the ninth inning. They got one of those hits in the seventh inning. So through seven innings, they had four hits. Through six innings, they had three hits against these Diamondbacks relievers. And again, no disrespect to these guys, but, you know, this, the name Scott McGuff, Bryce Jarvis, who's a rookie, Peter Strezlecki, Justin Martinez, who throws hard, but again, a rookie. I mean, they held this team to just five hits. And with the names in this lineup, you, you just expect more. So I thought the two losses today were were both the types of losses we've seen a lot from this team and resembles the inconsistent offense and resembles... Uh, a team that has had so much struggle in close games and getting that big hit and finding that big moment. And in the bigger picture, you know, after what happened last night, the way you felt coming out of last night's game, the way you felt coming out of the series against Baltimore, now you look at this weekend and it, and it feels, again, like one step forward, two steps back. And you're back to seven games below 500. So, Wolf, you know, back to your point. You know, I understand it. I understand all the frustration. It's It's been a, a head-scratcher of a season, no doubt about it. If you want to get a phone call in, you can, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. We will come back, take one more look at the out-of-town scoreboard on the day. We'll also hear our play of the game, wrap it up from Petco Park after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Arizona 8, San Diego 1. I find it a little ironic, that rejoin music, and I don't know what that song is. I'm going to be honest with you. So if you know what song it is, uh, let me know. Tweet at me, Instagram, DM me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Sam Levitt here, by the way, on the postgame show here on the Padres Radio Network from Petco Park. Um, it said uh, it was a beautiful day. Well, Bob Melvin, after the game, called this a long miserable day so i just find that ironic we have a song saying it was a beautiful day and we have uh, bob melvin saying a long miserable day uh, for the padres here today and hard not to agree with them with the way it went here today six to four the final in game one in favor of the diamondbacks and they beat up on the padres eight to one here in game two diamondbacks win three out of four in this series and they sweep the double header and they win five of seven over the course of the last two series one in arizona last weekend one here in san diego this weekend and uh, the padres uh uh have a, a rough day by the way uh nick texting me from the studio that is tom petty i should know that running down a dream i'm sorry there are probably people out there that are saying how do you not know that's tom petty i like a lot a lot of tom petty songs but it was before my time in all fairness but i should know that i'm sorry it is tom petty running down a dream according to our studio coordinator, Nick DiNucci. I know there are people in their cars right now or listening wherever they are saying, Sam, come on. But I'll be honest with you, I don't select, uh, I don't select the, the rejoin music here on the postgame show. It's actually something I meant to do earlier this season, was work on the rejoin music for the pre- and postgame shows because I, I haven't had anything to do with it the last couple of years i don't know where we get it from i don't know how it how it populates in the system or whatever or however they do it but uh i would like to do that i think it may be a little bit late for this year i don't know that i'm going to start now but maybe next year 
going to take over my own rejoin music, have a little Sam Levitt flair in the rejoiner music. Anyway, we continue to wrap it up from Petco Park as the Padres have a tough day against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Let's tell you about the out-of-town scoreboard, what's going on around the major leagues. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Taking a look at the scores from around the majors today. Everything has gone fine. A lot of games today because we had three doubleheaders, one in L.A., one in Anaheim, and one here in San Diego. Finals today, Red Sox beat the Yankees 8-1 in the Bronx. The Yankees have now lost seven in a row. Luis Urias hits another grand slam for the Red Sox as they beat the Yankees 8-1. Yankees now 60-63 on the season. Wow, seven straight losses for the Yankees. Cubs beat the Royals 6-4 in Chicago earlier today. Cody Bellinger hit a home run. In fact, he hit two home runs in that game for Chicago. Doubleheader in Miami, or not in Miami, in L.A., like I just said. Dodgers beat the Marlins 3-1 in L.A. in game one of that doubleheader. In game two, guess what? Dodgers won again 3-1. So Marlins win the series opener yesterday, and then the Dodgers take the final two games of that series against the Marlins, 3-1 and 3-1. Mookie Betts, by the way, had two home runs in the second game of that doubleheader. So Miami will come into Petco Park on Monday after a doubleheader sweep here tonight against the Dodgers. Other scores, Brewers beat the Rangers 6-1 in Arlington. Willie Adamas, a 4-for-4 day for the Brewers in that one. Phillies beat the Nationals 12-3 in D.C. Five home runs in that game for Philadelphia. Trey Turner hit two of them. Doubleheader in Anaheim tonight. Angels beat the Rays 7-6 in the opener. Brandon Drury, former Padre, had three hits, including a home run. Game two of that doubleheader did not go that way for the Angels. They lost it 18-4 in Anaheim. Harold Ramirez had four hits in that game for the Rays as they beat the Angels in the nightcap 18-4. Blue Jays beat the Reds 4-3 in Cincinnati. Davis Schneider, a tie-breaking solo home run late in that game. Tigers beat the Guardians 4-3 in Cleveland. Pirates beat the Twins 7-4 in Minnesota. Mariners beat the Astros 10-3 in Houston. Mets beat up on the Cardinals in St. Louis. They've now won four in a row as they beat St. Louis 13-2. Braves beat the Giants 6-5 in Atlanta. Eddie Rosario had four hits, including a go-ahead two-run home run in that game to beat San Francisco. Rockies beat the White Sox 11-5 in Colorado. Orioles beat the A's in 10, 7-2 in Oakland. A five-run 10th inning for the Orioles. And that's it. That's the full out-of-town scoreboard, including those doubleheaders in Anaheim, L.A., and here in San Diego. Of course, with Hurricane Hillary coming towards Southern California. And uh, let me take this moment to say I hope everybody stays safe out there. Uh, be safe. Don't uh, do anything you're not supposed to do. Uh, I don't have, you know, extensive hurricane experience, uh, tropical storm experience, although... Uh, I was in Corpus Christi and in South Texas uh, when Hurricane Harvey came to, to that part of the country and Houston and, uh, you know, a family in New York, Hurricane Sandy. So th these things can be very, very serious. And obviously uh, we're not used to it here in Southern California. So be safe, uh, be smart, and uh, hopefully uh, everybody is all right with the weather tomorrow. And, and good on MLB and the Padres and the Diamondbacks, despite the results for the Padres today, getting this doubleheader together and getting this series in before the weather comes rolling in tomorrow. Now let's hear our play of the game from Game 2 of this doubleheader. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? Sorry. This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. 2-2 pitch, hit in the air to left field. Gamble's going back. He's watching. It's going to go. A grand slam for Moreno. And a 4-1 game has just become an 8-1 game with one swing of the bat. No doubt our play of the game here tonight, the grand slam by Gabriel Moreno. Big swing, put the game away. As the Diamondbacks go on to win it 8-1, big moment for Moreno. So 
Unfortunately, here today, the post game of game one, post game of game two, we had a lot of Diamondbacks players and calls, but that's the way it went here tonight as the Diamondbacks win both ends of this doubleheader. All right, so first things first, where are the Padres right now? Despite being seven games below 500, they will end today five and a half games out of a wild card spot. So, like we said a couple of times earlier, is there a ton of work to do? There is. Is the 500 mark the first goal? It is. Is it doable? If this team can figure out how to gain some momentum and go on the run, we've been waiting for forever, all year. It's doable. Five and a half out. That's where the Padres will end tonight with a record of 59 and 66. A lot of work to be done, but uh, not insurmountable if you play a, an exceptional level of baseball in the f- uh, final 30-plus games here. Taking a look ahead to Monday. Again, no game tomorrow. That's why we have the doubleheader here today. Look ahead to Monday. I can tell you who the Padres' starting pitcher will be on Monday. That will be right-hander Michael Waka. In fact, I can tell you the rotation, and maybe you haven't heard. Maybe I'm breaking some news here. Michael Waka will pitch on Monday. Blake Snell Tuesday. Rich Hill will be the starter for the Padres on Wednesday. Uh, so that's uh, the rotation against Miami coming up. I do not have the Marlins rotation for you. So uh, that's uh, that's uh, TBA right now, and I did not see any of the beat writers say anything about it uh, from the Marlins. I looked on Twitter, and they have not given us anything officially. So for the Marlins, I got TBA right now. I don't know who they're starting uh, Monday, but uh, Michael Walk is scheduled to throw for the Padres on Monday as the Padres will resume their schedule after uh, what becomes a day off tomorrow. All right, uh, taking a look at the final totals here tonight. For the Diamondbacks in game two of this doubleheader, eight runs, 13 hits, no errors. They left on eight. For the Padres, one run, five hits, two errors. They left on six. Winning pitcher Bryce Jarvis, who picks up his first major league win. He's 1-0 on the season. Yu Darvish takes the loss. He's now 8-9. Time of game in game two of the doubleheader, three hours and seven minutes. And the crowd here at Petco Park, the 50th sellout here in downtown San Diego this season, 41,074. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Nick Tanucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night from Petco Park. Again, the final score in Game 2 of today's doubleheader, the Diamondbacks eat and the Padres won. Stay safe, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday here on the Padres Radio Network.